0: Everyone has a story, right? It's an old cliche for sure, but cliches are a thing because there's some truth to them. I didn't know Carrie Sheffield at all when it was suggested that I ask her to sit down with me for a conversation at the Portrait Masters this past fall. I met her briefly and knew right away that I wanted to know more about her. She moves fast, so you have to keep up, but it's so worth it if you can. Yes, she's savvy and tenacious, but she's also warm and endearing. I felt myself going back and forth between feeling overwhelmed and captivated. It was like watching a big-budget film unfold right across the table from me. I loved it. Carrie has a powerful story, and I think I was made better on the other side of just getting to hear a part of it. I think you will be too. First of all, just start off by who you are, where you're from, all, this, all the... Okay. Mundane details, so to speak, so people know who you are.
1: Okay, so um my name's Kerry Sheffield and um I live in Orlando. I always want to say Orlando <laughs> but you would have had to have seen the Book of Mormon to appreciate yeah, right. <laughs> okay. My name is Elder Price. Um so um so yeah, so I live in Orlando, but I'm I'm from the UK. <laughs> I'm gonna, I do. I really think about
0: that every time in, in my, my head, head too. Right.
1: when I say, yeah. "I and li- we live in Windermere."
0: Yeah, right. But
1: for me, Windermere is hilly and lakes, and it's in you know the Lake District of the UK. So,
0: oh right. It's See. funny
1: because I post pictures all the time, and I tag Windermere on my mm-hmm. Instagram. And there's a, a, a tourist board agency in the UK, Windermere, but I don't know if they realise that we have blue skies and palm trees, and they don't.
0: <laughs> they don't have blue skies there. No, they
1: don't. No. <laughs> so that that's me and. um I am a photographer of people and I have, I'm have. i a mum of three. Mm. Yeah, and that's it, that's me. Did you say three boys, all three no, boys? No, no, I have a, a, I'm not telling you how old he is live. You don't have camera. to tell me how old <laughs> on, he is. I'm microphone. not
0: asking you the age. No, 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 I-
1: no, I'm quite happy to say how old I am. I'm 74 and <laughs> <laughs> I look really good. You, you look fantastic. That's Florida living, but um, <laughs> so I have a, a, a son, and mm-hmm. a daughter and another son.
0: Okay, boy, girl, boy. Okay. Yeah, in right. order, yeah. Mm-hmm. And photographer for how long?
1: So I took up photography when my 15-year-old um, was about 18 months old. I, I'm a fully trained Flores. I had an events company. Mm-hmm. I have changed my career. This is why I'm 74. I changed my <laughs> career at least three or four times. And um, so when he was born, I sold the f- the flora shop and event company because you know i had three very young children and it just wasn't practical and um sadly though i sold it well but it was really hard to let it go and i'm not someone to sit around not do anything so i went back to college um i think yeah i was about 32 i went back to college to do um, black and white film photography Mm. so um and that was it and i think it was he was probably three or four when I suddenly started to receive cheques for, for taking photographs, so yeah. When you were
0: getting paid, finally. Yes,
1: that's it, and you know, I never intended to. My my original background is in advertising, a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, back when TV was black and white, and um, <laughs> not that long, of course. and um, I was in advertising, and I very much had photographers on a pedestal. You know, not everyone became a photographer, mm-hmm. and, um, so I never imagined I would be, and I would be paid for it. So right. uh, yeah, it was, I think just myself as a marketing background and just the person I am actually took me into, into the world of photography and being paid for it, becoming a professional, yeah.
0: The person that you are, right? You just said the person that I am. <laughs>
1: Jed's looking at me really funny, like going, he, he's got a secret, he knows I'm a raving loony. Well, <laughs> well that's
0: why we're talking, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Who are you? Who is the person that you are?
1: You know, it's funny. If, I think f- throughout my twenties, I apologize for being the person I am. You did. Yeah, I, I um, you know, I left home when I was fourteen years old, and I stayed at school. But then I was independent, and you know, looked after myself, and confident, and noisy. You left home
0: when you were how old?
1: I was well, fourteen, fifteen years old. How yeah. do you do
0: that? How do you? Mm. I don't. I'm. I'm. I don't know how a person. Would well, do it was that. just
1: circumstantial,
0: right? So not you know. the why. I'm not asking for the why. No. But like how? Like where do you go when you're 14 or
1: 15? Well, I was. I mean, I went with friends, and then I shared flat with friends, and okay. then I, I would go to school, and I would work after school in restaurants and things like that. And okay. You know, it wasn't easy.
0: No, it sounds very difficult.
1: But then, when I was about 16 years old, I moved to Cornwall. And I had a flat down there, and I worked in a hotel, lots and lots of hours in a hotel. And um, I pretended I was Cornish. I could put the accent on for you. Would you like clotted cream with that, sir? (laughs) And then, um, because I had to. to.
0: You had to pretend that you were Cornish?
1: Sometimes I need well, to the American audience because they—that's that, what they pay for when they bought their scones. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Okay, so I—I I mean, I don't like that was a—that was actually a requirement. Yeah, had... I
1: know. I was often, yeah, I was told by my management that they—they they would prefer I put on the accent. Okay, yeah. Okay. And yeah, after a while, I'm actually somebody that picks up people's accents. Right. So
0: you can do that. I
1: yeah, you know, I probably yeah. did it much better than I just did it. <laughs> and um and I was very young and I was I was you know budding actress so um. So yeah, I, I, you know, I was, I was, I was out there, and I wanted to earn money. I wanted to be successful. I had a big fat chip on my shoulder because mm-hmm. I was very academic. I was very bright, and um, but I didn't get the opportunity to go any further with my education. It's it's quite different, I think, there to here. From actually, from 16 to 18, you're you're nobodies in in the UK. You don't you can't get unemployment benefit, and. Um, you know you're no longer a child but you're no longer you're not an adult you're kind of
0: in the middle
1: yeah so it's a very 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 vulnerable age i mean things may have changed now but i don't think very much and there's a lot of homeless people the fact that my home life probably hadn't been easy was a a good learning um exercise to go out and take care of myself yeah i I can't say i'm tough i'm armadillo you know this is you know i've got a nice hard shell but okay so, but I was practical, I can earn money, I can go to work. I never got into any trouble uh-huh. and I managed, I, I can sell things. So I took myself off and I had numerous jobs, whatever I fancied that week. But no, I just worked my way around and I, I worked in a hotel for about a year. I moved back to town near London. Um, I think my first job was, I, I had my bags. I still had my bags from the bus oh. coming back from Cornwall with a train. Yeah, it was a bus. And I walked into a clothes store, River Island it was, and um, I said, oh, I'm looking for a job. I think within a week I was a floor supervisor at that <laughs> job. But um, I actually hated working in retail fashion because moving clothes around and dressing dummies is not fun. But I love being in front of the customer. Mm. So I had numerous jobs and then I didn't really have any creative roles until till late. I was in sales, I used to sell advertising. I am, um, you know, I'm going around the houses now, but I did radio and, and, and I work for clear Channel. So you'll know that here, it's a big American company. I sold wall advertising, radio, TV, that kind of thing, airspace and you know. Where did you pages. learn the
0: skills to do that? Or was that, is that kind of just part of who you are? Or?
1: I suppose I was a little bit creative with my CV. <laughs> and what you don't know, you can go learn. And I'm really good in interview, so Lark. so right. I managed to talk my way into. I used to go for jobs because I really liked the building.
0: Wow, that's. that's... And
1: um, I worked for Computer Associates because I really liked the building. It was a really nice building. Outside. It was, and I found out um, later on in that job that I was given the job. My boss was French; he didn't understand a word I said, and um, <laughs> but he liked my presentation. The, <laughs> So, See
0: so it was very mutual. Like yeah. you were both all of all about the the aesthetic of the other person. Yeah
1: and it was about he just he just said that I was so confident that he believed me. So right. uh, so you know I've worked around a little bit but in in some of those roles that I had you know I was quite young and attractive person mm-hmm. and um I was treated quite badly, you know, badly by, you know, sometimes my male um Colleagues or mm-hmm. bosses, and I had you know a few stories we don't need to talk about. We've all got some, um, and then even the female pe- my female peers or, or you know hierarchy. I remember one person saying to me, "Oh, you're quite bright, really, aren't you?" And I think um, by that time, I was by the time I was uh, 21, I had a, a child. Happily. Mm. Um, he's 25 now. Mm. And um, I just think they assumed that he was a mistake or I was this, oh. you know, this, so that oh. that was.
0: Uh, so it was th- like a condescension. There.
1: Oh, very condescending. Yeah. And I, I probably, that's probably my fault. And, um, is it? Well, and, no, hey, I, that's their issue, but allowing it to affect me is my fault. But okay. I, was, I mean, you're too young to know okay. otherwise. I have a very different opinion about it now. But sure. You back were young then. then yeah, right. back then. Right. right. You know, I would mispronounce words. I, you know, I used to read a lot. I, I've educated myself continuously mm-hmm. in, in my lifetime, but I allow people to put me down. I'm, um, but actually, I I was stronger than most of them. You know, they all went off to college or whatever, and I was earning ten. Um, I was ten years ahead in the pay bracket right. than my most of the people that went to college. Right. And hey, look at me. I was jumping from one job to another, but I was jumping for pay rises and I was getting more than they did. And I I just moved around until I found...
0: Well, you got an earlier start in some sense.
1: Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was ahead of them. I was street wise and street savvy. I was employed for that reason sometimes. And actually looking back on it now, that was really condescending too. They, you know, some people wanted me as a project because, you know... I don't think they understood me. Though. You know, I worked in a design studio and there was all these beautiful creative people there and they all had a great education and they all drove nice cars and they had a nice background.
0: You were the person that they had pity on? You were like the yeah, project?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was okay. at the front desk. I made them look a little bit cool because look who they employed.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: that, you know, and you know, you see that. And, um, right. But then I did, I did a good job. So right. um, I always did a good job. Yeah. I do get bored easily. I I haven't enjoyed my work life until I worked for myself really. So, uh, and I've been doing that for some time. So my, I started my events company when my daughter was, um, well, she was born really. I I left all the city in London and then I worked with my husband and he runs golf clubs. And that's what brought us to this country. But yeah. he runs golf clubs, and I worked in sales and marketing for him. We were very much a team. And we you know, there's a couple work You
0: worked together for a while.
1: Well, we met working.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's a huge other different story there. That's more for Oprah. But um, <laughs> so we, we met and working together, and um, we we were friends for a few years, and then we got together, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so. We, we were good working together. Um,
0: you did work together well? We, do,
1: we did and do. We, I still get involved. You um, still do? Well, I shoot for the company right. a lot that he's with. Sure. But, um, you know, I have my ideas. He has his. I know and what the, that's like. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I'm the creative, and he says, no, you can't spend money on that. <laughs> <laughs> I might then, know I might know I, what that's like, too. And then I manipulate him until... Um,
0: I might know what no, that's like, No, I don't like manipulate <laughs> you, Wayne. I
1: didn't say that. <laughs> You know, I just wait for him to realize it was his idea, and then we do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's You're it. patient. Yeah, and so then uh, I, I set up an events company when I, we had our daughter, because I was running people's events within the golf club, selling memberships mm-hmm. and golf and all those things, and um, I have a real eye for detail, actually, and um, I love detail, and I love packaging, and I love um, giving people more than they expect, and I, I I'm appalled by bad service oh. or if you offer something do it great or don't do it that's that's I my see. And I'm not saying I'm you know not, I'm not saying I'm perfect at all but I'm, I'll walk around the building and I'll go that's not right and that's not right and fix it and so we we worked together like that and then I was doing it for them on the salary but then I had a child and you're paying child care all those kind of things and I thought like, I can do this on my own and um so I set up an events company but in the UK we don't book domestic event organizers we certainly didn't then so much so it was hard to get people to trust me. This is me. when you're
0: still in, in the UK. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: so I trained to become a florist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, actually, I say I trained to become a florist. I did six weeks training, and then I bought a florist shop. <laughs> I carried on training. But, you know, who needs more but than six you... weeks training? I just, you know, when I, when I did that. So, I'll let you speak now, Dad. <laughs> no,
0: I, I'm fascinated by it. Because you, you said the word savvy earlier yes which was a little frightening to me because for the first five minutes that word kept coming into my head like you come across as someone that's so savvy right Mm -hmm. and i and i mean that in in an an, almost an ambiguous way as well like not real specific i mean like it's kind of vague to me Mm -hmm. that you're this very savvy individual you said streetwise too right yeah well that's what
1: Um, other people called me but you know i can get lost I think I'm savvy. I, I'm like a crab. I'll move sideways, backwards, forwards, whatever way uh-huh. I need, to, whatever direction I need to be in to make something su- success. Somebody said something to me once, and they said um, some people consider tenacity admirable. Other people consider it harassment. You know, and um, and they said to me, "Please desist. This is some. You know, this is another thing." But you know, I'm tenacious, and um, I think for the good. So. Yeah, you just, you just learn to adapt and grow. Why and for be- the good? Well, if I, if I intend to do something, I, I'm going to go and do it. I, I'm not self-destructive in any way whatsoever. And um, I think we're capable of many, many things. And when you're told you're not capable, when people assume that you're incapable uh-huh. because you don't have a piece of paper to say you're capable, right. um, you have a stronger resolve and will.
0: Yeah, I- but sometimes people go the other way.
1: Yeah, they sometimes do.
0: people give up, sometimes people I mean I've run into this a few times with some people that I've talked to, and you're speaking as though well that's just that's just how people are. They're tenacious. I know. But they're not.
1: I know, it's really hard but for me. You
0: are. But they're not.
1: I mean I'm not a superhero. When I Oh cri- quick. You know, when I when I think about how I grew up, people look at me and they think that I came from I'm a princess from an ivory tower. I did. I, I really don't come from that. And I believe I, did, I believe you. Yeah, but I, I did that's a, the impression uh, I had yeah, of you. Yeah. And I, well but you know, and we do judge people on appearances or what you assume or you're confidence. You're refined.
0: You're refined, you you have a lot of you, you carry a lot of grace with you and you're and poise. You're savvy. I'm just saying this was my impression of you. Which, so I I just met you yesterday or kind of the day before but really yesterday i appreciate that and those are the things that came like what you're saying is what i thought about you until you sat down and said different
1: well hopefully in my years i've um i've learned and i've i i I still talk too much i still give everything Somebody said to me, I'd be really interesting if I was more mysterious. Oh, what he'd say. That was somebody I worked for. Huh. and That um, might be a
0: little condescending, too. Yeah,
1: yeah I've, I've had a lot of that. Much I bet you run
0: into a lot of envy, too.
1: I think um, being a woman, I, 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 do, I do feel like I'm at that age now where I'm kind of slowly disappearing and becoming invisible in... Hmm. in, in um, maybe like in certain forums, you know, all these young gorgeous photographers everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, so there, there is an element that I'm definitely, I definitely feel that, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not accepting of it. I'm, I'm making noises in other areas, so people still know I'm there. So that's right. fine. But right. um, yeah, you, you, you know, you kind of learn and grow and change and you pick things up. And, you know, I've, I've moved and I've grown in life. So I'm not in the same place that I was. When I go back to where I came from without judgment, I, 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 the person that was there and lived in that space, you know, where I grew up and everything, I don't, re- I don't recognize myself in that, in that space. Is that to be right? F- to be fair, though, and I still have people that I love in that space, but um, I never fitted in then either. So I never, I never felt like I belonged in that place. I didn't belong at school. I didn't belong at home. I didn't belong in any of those spaces. So I don't know what it is that makes me more resilient or. Or makes me get up and brush my knees off and just go, okay. I have bad days, but that's all it will be. And then um, I, I just get on with it. I think I was surrounded by people that, um, for whatever circumstance, life got the better of them. And I don't want to be that person. I'm definitely a positive over negative person. You seem that's
0: very it. merciful, too.
1: I read recently, I'm a Capricorn, and I don't read my horoscopes, but I read recently you can punch a Capricorn in the face and don't worry, they don't need to forgive you. They didn't, they didn't pay any attention or something like that. It's like, <laughs> I'm a you're Capricorn. already forgiven. They say that. I mean, I do forgive. I mean, you know, <laughs> I said to my son recently, and um, we were talking about personalities and stuff. Maybe I shouldn't have said my son, but, yeah, I did. I said to my young son, when you hold things against people, the only person it hurts is yourself. Mm-hmm. And just do not limit yourself from feelings of happiness and joy by holding mm-hmm. judgment and resentment. There, there is a point in life where, um, I won't, I won't, um, retaliate or seek revenge, but I'll quietly back away and, um, yeah. you know, you don't have to be in my life anymore.
0: Well, I was struck the mercy piece hit me when you said that I can go back and I didn't feel it. I felt out of place there, but I, I, you said without judgment.
1: Yeah, I don't want people to think that I'm sitting on a wall now, looking down on where I came oh. from, because oh. I don't, I don't belong there, and I I wouldn't be comfortable there, and right. I would, you know, I probably stick out like a sore thumb, not by right. appearances, but just by who I am. Right. And I I was very judged. I was very judged. You know was, what it's like. I was judged so bad. I got beaten up so bad when I was at school because I did well and yeah. I didn't have any money, but I, you know, I took care of myself and right. I was a different person and um, so I was judged, but hey, we all make jokes about people and everything, but um, well, I don't have time for that.
0: How do you, how do you pass those qualities, all the good things about you that, that and, and some of them came from uh, hard times or, or or difficult places, right? How do you pass those good qualities along to your children, given that they don't have the circumstances to draw that strength from like you did?
1: I think it's been quite easy, actually, in some respects. You know, we, since we've moved here to, to America, we have a very nice life. I mean, yeah. my husband and I both work really hard. He works exceptionally hard. Right. Um, and they know that. Mm-hmm. And I remind them. We live in a very nice bubble. Mm-hmm you know we're not millionaires we you know it's it's not easy for us to do everything that we try to do for them right. um i constantly remind them i'm very human so and, you're
0: talking to them you're well, communicating and not that, even like
1: that, that. Okay. they know where i come from i'm i'm, right. I'm imperfect and right. um they see my imperfections yeah. they hear about them and yeah. um i fail often you know whether it's just you know just by being who i am and um i i say i'm, I'm sorry but I am a human being, you know, if I've shouted at my kids and they were at that age now, they're like, you can't shout at me and this is wrong or whatever. I'm like, you know, you, you know what? You're right. It's hard for me because I don't know any different. Yeah. Well, I do. I do know different. I know how to be, but right. I can, I can do that. And then I can sit down and I go, you know, I'm really sorry, but actually this is why. And I didn't know how to handle that very well. And blah, blah. so um, as long as I go back and be a human being and I tell them, you know, I'm, this is why it, I think they see that. I think I do. I am. I do see lots of kids around that drive nice cars and live nice lives, and sure. they are treated like their children, with no understanding, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's no explanation given, and then eventually they're thrown into the adult world, and then they have to learn for themselves. I think my children have seen enough of real life to understand it. I hope so, and I also when I see something in them that I think they would be better off changing or working on, they have a personality and that's not going to change, but things that I think are detrimental to the ongoing. And also they see me travel to far, scary places where children and people don't have anything. Oh, and, um, yeah. My daughter definitely has a huge empathy for other people and, and my son recognises it too. He's just not as emotional in right. that respect, as we are, he is, but he's he's got a better way of a hiding. A little
0: more up. reserved.
1: Yeah, and my older son, where well, he's you know he's very good too. He's he's fighting the world um, to change the world in his own way as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. What what does your business look like currently? Given everything that we've discussed,
1: we had that conversation, didn't we? Uh-huh. So um, I moved to um, Orlando uh, December two thousand and fifteen. So it'd been an ongoing process of five years of, are we, are we not? And right. uh, without going into how, why and whatever, it's sure. just visas, etc. cetera, nothing, uh, nothing to hide. But it took that long. The, the year um, it actually happened, I just kind of parked it. The kids had got to an age, it got difficult then. I, you know, I was a preferred supplier for the four seasons, and the daughters, the group, and mm-hmm. my business was doing really well, and everyone knew who I was in, mm-hmm. my, in my network of, you know, photography. And it was actually happening. I just knew it was my husband's dream to live here. And I knew, um, I I like moving around. I think it keeps you young, gets you, I don't know, I like change. So although I had um, reservations, I wasn't entirely against it. If he did say California, like San Francisco, I I would have been whooping all over the place. I was a little bit reticent about Orlando because I wasn't a Disney crazy person. (laughs) And all I'd seen of it was Disney, right. Disney and concrete and, um, well, and highways. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any brand names cause I was about to list off all the chains of food stores, that right, we're at. Right. but you know, so I was like, Oh, what am I going to do? And then I knew that I wouldn't be allowed to work. So, um, you know, I had so much to do before I left and everything was happening and I got here and I was so exhausted from the move. It was quite tumultuous to just get here Mm -hmm. that I took a time out and that was nice not to have an editing list. Actually, I think I moved here with a long editing list to finish Mm -hmm. off, but then I threw myself completely into another project. um, And I just got to know everyone in Orlando. I just got to know people. And um, I'm not going to sit at home tapping my fingers and being mad at my husband when he comes home because I'm bored <laughs> and, um, I took up tennis despite saying to him, "I'm never taking up tennis. I have a job and um and I did that and um <laughs> but I don't think there's anyone I don't know. It's quite ridiculous in the time that I've been there, and I settled in- qu- quicker than every anyone else sure, and in terms of my business, while I wasn't shooting um any like families or ladies or any of those things, I started to take myself off and on and shoot for charity, but abroad so I went to a Rwanda and um, I, on my own steam, paid for my own trip and photographed these kids from Rwanda and got mm. very much involved with that charity. Mm. And then just last year I was with Twinings Tea and I went to India, Asia, China, and I was documenting the lives of people that work for the, in the tea gardens. Yeah. And that was fabulous. And um, that came about from a client I'd photographed after she had a baby. I told her about my project work And she she liked how I presented that. And I'm amazed because she's such a Celine is such a wonderful lady, but she's so refined and quiet. And then I just thought I would drive her absolutely crazy. (laughs) So it was such an honour that she called me. And as I said to you this week, that and actually this week here has really made me realize um I got my green card back in June. Yeah. After lots of Tears and disappointment and frustration mm-hmm. and, and um, realizing how hard it was not to have it. Because I love my independence. Bear in mind, I've been earning mm-hmm. my own money since I was 14. Um, and I hit this brick wall. It was like, I, I can work now. I can do all the things that I'm supposed to be doing. What am I doing?
0: Well, because you said, I think yesterday, you said you had all these ideas and all these things that you couldn't wait to do upon getting your green card. Mm-hmm. Then mm. you got it. Yeah. And then you hit the wall.
1: Yeah. Because you think about things and you think I'm going to get all ready. I'm going to be ready to go. Right. And I'd killed all of my social media off and things like that because you're so scared. Mm. You know, go and photograph my friend because she asked me, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I, you know, I'm, I'm not getting paid for it. It's, there's nothing in it for me and I'm, I'm doing it because I live there and I have a camera. You know, you go, you take pictures of your friend. It's not your job anymore. Right. You're just there. So yeah, I'm afraid of upsetting anyone just. Right. Even though you're wholly innocent, you know, if you you pull out people's teeth, nobody knows. (laughs) But If you take a picture of someone and post it on social media, they know you're doing it and they don't believe you're not getting paid for it. So, yeah, and um, I suddenly thought, people are calling me now, but I feel like I'm taking everything again.
0: Oh, yep.
1: Because I haven't worked, so mm-hmm. you feel like, oh, I need to do that, I need to do that. And I, I really, really don't want to do that. And mm-hmm. I don't want to fall into that trap of being every man's photographer. Mm-hmm. And I think a little bit of me felt like I was trying to fit into the, the style and um, st- you know, the way everyone shoots in America or the way the clients expect it in America. Yeah. And I've lost, I'd lost myself a little bit. I've, um, I lost the direction that I was going in. And that may have happened before I even left the UK, who knows. But And life's changed in three years. But, um, yeah, so th- I've had some um, questions answered for me this week. Like what? Just the things I don't want.
0: You know what you don't want.
1: Yeah, right. absolutely. And I think I always, when I talk to brides, it's funny or whatever. Um, I, may, I don't want big weddings anymore, I mm. know that much. <laughs> but when I talk to brides and things, I always say, tell me what you don't want. Yeah. Because it's much easier to say what you don't want and to say what you do. A
0: lot of times, yeah. Absolutely.
1: I love taking pictures, Jed. I really do. And I think I'm quite good at it. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm a master photographer. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a master of people. Oh. What do I do with that? And I'm still in this... This week, (laughs) I picked up a red ribbon because, you know... And then it was ripped off of me because I think before the conference even started, I probably knew 95% of the people in the building. And yeah. um, I, I'm a, I have a photographic memory. So if I seen your face one time on Facebook, I know who you are. So I'll just come up and I'll go and say hello.
0: Even if you've never met them in person, you've yeah, seen absolutely. them on Facebook and then you...
1: Yeah, I mean, I say hello. I talk to strangers anyway. and um, <laughs> But I, I'll know who they are. I'll know what work they did. It's right. not like I spent a long time looking at everybody, but yeah. they may have made one comment and it stayed with me and right. I know who they are. So i so i'm great at talking to people i love putting people together Mm. um i love taking people's stories and i do like to take pictures but i don't know i think that's a little bit secondary to um how i enjoy people's relationships and their stories so i'm kind of working on that are you
0: in the process of finding out what you want
1: I think so a little bit. I don't know what to do. What <laughs> right, right this second?
0: You're, that's what I mean. Like you're in process. Yeah, you're but you know, discovering
1: it. I think so, but I don't know if there is any hole that I can peg myself into. And it, the, the, actually, just answers become clear when I'm sat here, right? Verbalizing. I wanted to be a journalist. Mm-hmm. There was a journalist. I don't know if the American audience know her. There must be. She worked for the BBC. Her name was Kate AD and uh, she was a war journalist and um i was in the army cadets i was the first girl that they allowed into the army cadets in the uk and um i wanted to go in the army and i wanted to go and tell people's stories or take people's stories and i wanted to be a journalist and i almost feel like that's who i am i'm a journalist that's that's as a a, a photographer and a storyteller Mm -hmm. i don't want to go and work for some newspaper and tell right. horrible stories, but that, that's who I am. So if I could get paid to go and see someone, interview them, take their story, take their picture and share that, then that, that's, that's what I want to do.
0: Well, that sounds like a wonderful experience that you could offer.
1: And I have done it. I mean, actually, the, sadly, the people that I've done that with are people that are terminal and I've done it for their, you know, their families. All the more important to do it but it's not something that you want to I've done it because I love the people and I'm not because I never knew the people that I interviewed they were strangers to me but huh. I, you know I, I did it and, and it, it, it was just a thing that happened and, um, and I, I've i done projects where I've interviewed strangers you know 50, 50, 50 50 strangers 50 day and um, sure. and it was wonderful and people love to read it like Humans of New York that kind of thing right, no, I, I did I, mine first though I that's just want to say I was, my first oh, one, before that well, because everyone was doing 365 products. Yes. And I felt like I bought yeah. a 50 mil lens that was manual focus. Yeah. I thought I need to learn how to use this. Otherwise, yeah. my husband's going to go mad. I've just wasted like $1,000 <laughs> because I do that sometimes. And um, it came out of my business, not our home income. But, right. you know, it's, it's still $1,000 and I'll yeah. never be rich because, yeah. But um, so I did that. I didn't realize how much work it was because hmm. every night I went home and I uploaded the picture and I uploaded the story and mm-hmm. um, I did it for 50 days. It's longer than you think. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I did that when I came to America. But other than writing books and, and publishing books, which really, you know, there's, there's not a huge daily income coming from that. Then Typically, right. Yeah. So um, how do I manifest that? So that's what I'm working on.
0: You're right in the middle of it. Yeah. I, I just, feel like.
1: I do too. I feel like I'm just sitting on the edge of this thing. Mm-hmm. that you know and people trust me and crazy isn't it it's not <laughs> if I, there was a visual you can see my face like the crazy loon I, in front of me right
0: right and everyone's
1: came out to me and oh you've taught me this you've i've learned this and because of what you said and oh, that's what you said and i don't realize i i don't feel like i know any anything but when i meet people i feel like i know everything about them even Felix couldn't to me once, "Stop looking at me, because you're just in my head." <laughs> <laughs> he won't admit to that. If we, oh, another story, Kerry Sheffield, but he did, and it was just like I could feel like this tension on him when he was he was doing a workshop. Yeah. That's how I met him, and yeah. I felt like everyone was in his creative space. Hmm. And I went, "I think we should all just back up a minute and let him have, have a little think." And he just shot me this look, and was oh, like... but and now I feel like that's um, why when I meet people, I can.
0: I, I feel like you're just at this really exciting point in Give time. Give me
1: some pointers, Jet. Let me know what I should be doing because I have no idea. Anyway, answers on a postcard. <laughs> I, I
0: think you should keep going. Yeah. Like, keep stay on this path of discovery, I guess, is mm. what it seems to me like because it's, it's there. Like you said, you're kind of on this, this precipice, like on this edge, and I think you are, but you, you still have the option to like Essentially, fall off the precipice and, like, I guess, give up. I don't think you're going to do that, no. but people do that.
1: I, they do because I, now I feel like, I'm, you know, and Sue would, Sue Bryce would tell me off for saying this. And I'm going to, I know I digress all over the place. I'm so sorry. I'm, if you have to edit this, it's going to be an editing nightmare. But um, <laughs> and I set up my own podcast and I haven't done it because the editing's a nightmare. But um, <laughs> s- well, when I'm here this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I've met so many incredible, amazing people and the skeptic in me would say, oh, what a wonderful financial enterprise. Mm. I applaud it. I'm not somebody that has an issue with that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've been with Sue since the beginning. Um, You know, I'm not like a, a card carrying Sue Bryce person but i believe in all of her values and all of her work and what she does and but then there are people that just want to know what the size of the couch is and uh, and all that kind of you know what i mean and they're just like they just and um they can't and you know they'll maybe they'll find their way maybe they won't move into another thing i think i've kind of lost my my train of thought here but um i completely have
0: well that's not that's not who you are you're not the how big how far how much
1: no so actually this is where i was going god i'm so old um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> comes back to you um it won't soon but um the every time i felt like that or had a moment like that sue would get up on stage and she'd reach right in and she'd, yeah. get, and she'd say something yeah and you go oh shit. yeah yeah, that, you, yeah, know, yeah. I, I, you know yeah you, she's right yeah. and about resistance and about yeah. this and about this and um so there's there's a person in me that feels like i really want to pay for my daughter to go to college yeah and um that there's the other person in me that wants to feel fulfilled and um you know not not still be reaching i'm definitely at peace in myself which took a long time to get to and i didn't know what that looked like mm. until you stopped looking for it then you mm-hmm. realize but there's something uh, that i should be doing and i don't know quite know what that is yet so you know that that's the thing that's very deep or maybe this is oprah i didn't expect it sorry
0: i didn't expect it i didn't expect you to to be at a place where you are in process but you are
1: well i could take the easy roads couldn't i and i can go home and i can fix up my website and i've written a list of the things i want to do to shoot and not Mm -hmm. to shoot Mm -hmm. um
0: is that the easy road?
1: That's that's the easy road because Is it? people well, what's know What's the hard road? Well, people know what I want to do for a live people know what I do for a living. Right. People want me to take their picture and people are asking me. Yeah. I definitely don't feel like I'm the best photographer I can be right now. And that's not to say that I can't be that person, but I'm definitely not that person. Okay. But there's a little niggling um doubt that the images will always be in my life and I love moving image too. I love film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think I'm just supposed to be someone that has a photography studio and I should be taking other people's photographs all day. Hmm. You know, I'm not, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's who I'm supposed to be. Hmm. Um, but, um, maybe I've just gone through that 10 year thing where I changed my career. I don't think it's that I've, I've definitely gone full circle, but, um,
0: Well, I'm going to be watching now.
1: (laughs) I want, yeah, you just let me know.
0: (laughs) Where's your, what's your website? carrie it's c-a-r-e-y E-Y.
1: yeah like mariah <laughs> Oh. <laughs> or yeah. jim now he's got two r's
0: he does the... have two yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. scary like, Ca- like, scary Carrie, i'm known for. like mariah's right yeah okay. carrie well i'm gonna go there and check on things every so often to see what's going on with you
1: mm.
0: thank you for being open and vulnerable <sighs> despite your tenacity
1: Mm. no thanks for having me I don't know I did not know if we actually talked about anything specific other oh, than all around. We,
0: we got somewhere but the road is open it's not know, closed you, you need
1: to sit down and digest it's, it's this all over is the not place. a
0: closed loop this no. is this is a this is linear and you're mm. right in the middle of it and I'm and I'm super curious to see what happens next
1: well you know I hope those skills are tangible and I can turn it into something
0: I have no doubt you will
1: thank you very much
0: keep going Carrie
1: thank you very much for having me